Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into our number two on Old School right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Join us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Not only will you hear our voices, you will see our beautiful faces. Well, two beautiful faces. I took my face off. You don't need to see my face anymore. See my face enough. We got DP. We got Jay here. Ask him a question. Hit him with a what's up. Let him lo- let him know how your weekend was. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Sarder Heyman text line. I will tell you this, though, man, is, uh, you know, when you're out busy, you know, running around watching, you know, kids sports or trying to get some alone time or just going to high V and trying to load up on some some Miz Eats that you want to possibly throw on the grill. It is always good for, you know, random people to come up to you um, out of nowhere because, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, DP. When I go to the when I go anywhere in public, I'm on a mission. I mean, I'm, I mean, it, it goes as I'm walking in the highway is game time. Like I'm not there to play games. I'm not, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I might not be the most, I guess, approachable because I'm good. I'm forever. Even if I have a list on my phone, I, I will forget something. So I, I have to get in my mind that I, the whole goal is not to forget what I, have on my grocery list mm-hmm. but it's always good for when people come up and say hey man we enjoy listening to you and you know so forth and so on but i will say this you know um you know, i'm humble and realistic enough they're not going to come up to you and say man you know what i hate listening to you on the radio <laughs> you do you know what you know what jay you terrible on the radio you know i mean no i don't think it i may i don't think anybody that's not inebriated probably hadn't said, said that to me uh, so, but you know, it's always good to hear. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, oh, I get, you know oh, oh, I get some of them other dudes. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they measure, right? They do the measurement, and then the guy goes, "You know, if you weren't so cocky, I'd really like you." And I said, "Okay." <laughs> like I don't what have. Do you, what do you say to that? Yeah. What do you like? What am I supposed to say to that? Like if you were less cocky, and I'm like, well, um, I only talk about what I know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> so you can say, oh, you know what, I'll work on it. Thank you very much. Yeah, like I don't know what to say to that, and and so I I usually let it pass. Women are generally positive, positive. Yeah, like it's positive, positive. I um, mean, it's it's no different that if I had to give advice to the these high school kids out there in any sport. And giving it, and I have given advice to him. Um, the best thing you could do while you're getting recruited is to practice being humble. And the reason why is when you play sports long enough, long enough, and if you really give yourself to the sport and you play hard, um, 
You know what I mean? In order to really go out no, there, no, the humbling's coming. Yeah, you're, the it's sports. Coming. The sports either gonna hum. The sport is gonna humble you, or somebody else is gonna humble you. Okay. <laughs> when I think Orlando Pace hit me when I when I ran on a blitz and I forgot to see him out the corner of my eye, mm. and I he I ejected. I got ejected. You know, to the <laughs> other side of the line of scrimmage. I got humbled. You know, and. Uh, so that's the best advice I could, you know, I always try to operate under, you know, and 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 uh, and I would give advice to kids and parents and everybody else. Just, you know, look, man, it, it, life is short, this, especially football. Football is such a small part of – it will be a small part of your life because Peyton Manning, Barry Sanders, and I wouldn't even say Peyton Manning got to retire on his own terms because I bet you Peyton Manning would have liked to retire – throwing for 5,000 yards and having 3,000-yard receivers versus working diligently to come back from a really, really bad neck injury and just kind of arm being not nearly what he's used to. But Barry Sanders definitely went out at the top of his game. Uh, Tom Brady did for about three months. Um, <laughs> so in whoever else did, the game of football generally retired. Jim Brown is the, Jim Brown, is, is the icon for leaving, leaving your yeah. um, and But football will forever – retired you yeah i mean it it, it, through, it, it will through, through both things i mean but in basketball is a little different because you can you know you, i mean like michael beasley i was just talking about michael beasley because he's a guy i have a tremendous amount of respect for because he's he's definitely misunderstood um it's kind of you know had a hard way through the nba kind of always stayed around stayed in shape he just signed a you know million dollar a year deal to go over and play over in china so i mean here he is at you know young 30s which is what you would think not playing anymore after you know conversely you got anthony bennett that was the number one pick out of unlv nobody knows where he's at right so um you know basketball you can hang around a little bit football is is a very very humbling sport because it just takes one little bad move or one person you know running the wrong way um and then next thing you know you know you're you're you're, you know with a reality check yeah i mean each sport i mean boxing is is brutal (laughs) right that knockout this weekend though man that over i mean hey sniper shot night night george but dog he hit him he was out on contact yeah yeah so the only thing that could probably wake wake him up was when he hit the canvas like oh i'm up yeah yeah well i mean he's still (laughs) i boxing is a a great humbler mma uh we were talking about police herrick and uh, uh, Carolina battling Saturday night, and uh, this was the last great chance for both of them. Uh, Felice got beat, tapped out. She took her gloves and put them in the middle of the octagon and said, "Thank you. This is my last. This is my last one." Like it, re- that sport retires you. That yeah. sport retires you. Uh, baseball, where pitchers reach a point where they just know that the ball moves differently. That's when it's time to go. When when you when a pitch that you normally would hit four hundred and fifteen yeah. feet doesn't travel, you know it's time. Or you're missing pitches that you haven't missed before, um, or the legs in basketball. Right, legs is what tells you when it's time to to, to to give up the round ball. Right, everybody. I mean, a shooter can shoot. You know, at the age of sixty, it's the legs that <laughs> right. uh, that 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 do that for you. I don't know. For a lot of people, the humbling comes, with, as they said, 90, 92% of, 93% of high school students don't play in college. That humbling happens early, that I'm not good enough to go to the next right. level. Yeah. And then the humbling at the next level 
because it's a separation. Are you D3, D2, D1, Power 5, NBA caliber? Then it's getting elites at a training camp, and you realize that, wait a minute, I can't move this 315-pound dude like I can normally move 300-pounders. Yeah, it's always a, a stepping stone. There's always somebody out there just as good. Or better. That's why it's so important, to, you know, where you have good coaching at an early age, which leads into good coaching at the high school level. Well, what is good coaching, Jay? We were well, coaching. Uh, like, I mean, you got to coach for the right reasons. You know, I mean, it's. It, I mean, I was on a panel this weekend and asked that very that we asked that very. What is question. good coaching? What is, is good coaching? Well, first of all, nobody. If you're if you're at the youth level, nobody's. There's no distinction. There's no coaching ranking, so you want number one, you got to be the best coach that you can be. Number two, you got to be able to, at a certain age, articulate a clear message to kids that's truthful. Number three, which is probably number one, you're not in the position to sit there and think that you need to be playing mental mental mind games with a young kid. There's too many coaches that do that. Negative mental ne- mind Negative games. mental mind games. The positive ones is The positive ones are, are – and it's different. Are you challenging a kid because you, 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 you know he, can, he or she can do something and you know you can push and you're holding them to a standard that they don't – that they aren't used to being held to because you want the best thing for them? Mm-hmm. Or are you pushing – I call it pushing the goal line and every time that it comes to a particular kid, you're changing the – rules and regulations based on if the kid is as good as your your kid or just whatever the reasons are. That's not coaching. That's just essentially being petty and playing mind games with a young kid. And, and then there's a lot of coaches that are at the next level, which would be high school, that try to dictate what kids do in order to get better. If you're not here doing this and, you, and you're – say you're going out to see DP as a wide receiver coach or Barry as a quarterback coach, you know – I control whether you get a scholarship or not. That's not coaching. That's not. That's something not. That, else. That's something else. Yeah. So to me, it's very simple. What What's really mixed is what's really kind of got clear or muddy things up is the amount of teams and options out there because you're just spread. You know, there's so many club teams X, Y, and Z, and then also the amount of power that these guys have made up in their mind that they do and. That's part of how they get a team. That's how part of they keep a team, and that's how part of that they sometimes they do it. And it's just you see. I mean, you. I mean, I've. I mean, I've been coached by dudes that coach for the wrong reason. I've seen dudes that don't don't coach for the right reasons, and I was fortunate enough to grow up and be around coaches that always wanted to coach for the right reasons. So I was able to. I never knew anything for a while, but then once you see something distinctly different, and you kind of like you know, voice it or talk about it, you know, amongst players or just talk about different, I mean, it's easy to spot. Um, but I, and I'll tell you the ones that are really savvy at it can kind of smoke screen you on this subject, knowing that they're op- eventually this one's going to come up. And sometimes this, this one over here, which was not for all the right reasons, doesn't come up when it's too late. And that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you can be a good dude, but a bad coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can absolutely. be, a, you can be a great dude and coach for the wrong reasons. You get what I'm saying? Um, we we were talking – so th- this weekend's book, they were all coaches. Right. And the reason why I just get off on, totally on being in these circles is that the conversations leading up to book releases are coaches trying to get better. Right. And you're, you have 17 coaches 
all challenging what you're sharing, what you do well, and then you're highlighting what you do poorly so somebody can help you get better at it. And we recognize this, that everybody that coaches, coaches either to replace the bad coach they had or to emulate the good coach they had. Right. And then you, and you have to pay attention to what, which version that is because that tells you what kind of coach you're going to be. Right. But the other thing is that every coach is an accumulation of all the coaches in their lives. Yeah, right, no, yeah. right. You coach in the I, voice. Yeah, of, I've had I've had yeah? some coaches that um, you know weren't the best. I mean, heck, I, Greg Williams was my head coach, and I didn't really mind him um, as I after I understood him. I had some position coaches that were suspect at best. I had some position coaches and defensive coordinators that are really good. I've had position coaches that weren't that were horrible coaches and and people when they coached me, but then somehow they they've been humbled. And then they end up being pretty good coaches. <laughs> my my high school running back to- coach uh, for the first two years was my algebra teacher. Now, and he wasn't that dude. Right. And then, I don't know if you remember Reggie Harrison from the Steelers. Blocked punt in the Super yeah. Bowl against Dallas. Also went to my high school. Right. He came back and saved my career. He came back and said, okay, uh, listen, Mr. Algebra teacher – I don't know what you have against that dude, but that's the best running back you have. Right. He was the one that pulled me from scout team to to, right. to yeah. starter. And so, yeah, I mean, so good you, coaches you, can you, help you, you, bad coaches can hinder. And good coaches generally don't they they're not going to make you think that they know everything either. I always tell my kids like I ain't Phil Jackson. I ain't trying to be Phil Jackson. I'm just trying to do the best I can. If you guys have if you guys see something out there that I could see it one way, but in their mind, while they're playing, right? So if you see something or you got a tip, tell me. It isn't that? Isn't, because, but isn't that? Isn't that the kind of a part of the definition of a? Of a because of a I want coach? because I want them to have some ownership too, in the sense of if they think right. If they, you know, I remember this like it was yesterday. We were playing in our last winter fall well fall winter tournament. We just it we just had we had it was weird because we went through pool play. We were undefeated, then went through bracket play, and won, we pretty much won the tournament. But there was a team that was from out of town that won one of their teams that they were supposed to play didn't show up, so they need another game. So it's our last game of essentially with this team. So it's actually more magnified. We already knew the championship, so I did. I kind of held the medals. They didn't know, but who wants it? Who wants to end the game or end your eighth grade fall winter on a loss? we're playing six games. This team only played four. And these were some – they were from Des Moines. You know, they were, I knew they were going to be tough because I just watched them. And I'll never forget, we were kind of playing um, – we played – sometimes we come out and see just the field teams out. We'll switch everything kind of like, like a little bit of matchup zone, kind of like a kind of like a floating man so, so we don't get in foul trouble. And I was like, oh, our legs are gone. Okay, so we we got to slow the pace of this game down because we you know we 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 going bucket for bucket and that ain't how it's usually supposed to go down. So we threw a little kind of zone out of a timeout, and it was only re- only reason we did it. A kid named Christian, he's like, coach, he's like, he's like, my legs are dead. I can't I can't hold. <laughs> we call I call it holding point. He's like, I can't. I'm not holding a point right now. He's like, I we need a little reprieve. He's like, I need to be off the ball on the backside of he's like let's just run a zone or something i mean that's the conversation that we're having with a 14 year old 
because I want him to be able to, at this age, to articulate to a coach if he's feeling something, you know, or if they, if they, a lot of kids, contrary to the belief out there, like right now it's summer basketball, but it's actually baseball season. So if you have baseball, that comes first. So I always tell the kids, if you're tired, if you, if you played six games of baseball and we got practice on Tuesday and you're, and you're dead. Okay. If you tell me, then you're not going to, this isn't, you're not getting pen- – I'm not going to penalize you for right. excellence that you did in another sport. Right. We'll figure out a different way to practice. Yeah. The only time I'm going to get upset is if I get an email from your mom or something the day after practice. Or you didn't tell me. Or, yeah, well, well, since you didn't tell me. Right. Right. So, um, you know, that's where it just comes – and that's where I've tried to grow and learn. I love – you know, people always ask why you coach basketball because I can – you can go find six, seven, eight people to try to emulate – to say Steph Curry or somebody, Giannis or somebody like that, versus trying to find 22 kids that want to play football with the right mindset. I, we'll throw it to break, but I want you to give us this answer when you come back. Why don't you coach football? <laughs> ah, don't give that answer yet. We'll get that when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.